Yo, 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 what's going on, everybody? JBJR back again with another episode of Foods Boom Podcast. Uh, super early Saturday morning, you know, day after Valentine's Day. So, everyone that enjoyed Valentine's Day, definitely hope you enjoyed it with your loved ones and the people you need to spend it with. So, you know, I hope all that was good and well. But uh, we're going to go ahead and get into uh, the beat, uh, go ahead and get into the interviews. And right now, I have another web call interview, this time in the shy this time. I'll go uh, brothers over in Chicago. So actually a good friend of mine. I know him for quite some time. Uh, what, probably like 10 years or close to 10 years now, I want to say, man. You know, he came down to St. Louis for a huge beat battle called the Red Bull Big Tone. And me and him linked up and we've just been cool ever since. And my man's also been in fresh produce and also done a lot of great things with other beat battles just all over town. And dude is amazing the way he does. So I want to give y'all a great welcome to my boy, Benny D. What's happening, Virtual Brother? Man, that is one hell of an intro. Like, I need to pay you for that. (laughs) 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 I feel welcome. It's like like the red carpet that just came out, and I feel like I can fly on that red carpet. (laughs) 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 No, but what's happening with you, man? You know, just chilling. You know, doing doing me, doing music, same old, same old, you know. <laughs> uh, hell yeah, man. But I'm glad I was able to get you on the podcast, man. You know, thank you so much. You know, like I said, taking some time out this early this morning, man, to just go ahead and get this done. You know, just go ahead, you know. Because, you know, we, you know, I'm an early bird. And you, like I said, right before we talk, you yourself or one as well because of work. So just oh, might yeah. as well go ahead and do it in the morning, right? <laughs> yeah, I had no other choice because I wake up in the morning and then, like, when you're – uh, off of work, well, me personally, when I'm off of work, I get up early anyway, so I get mad at myself, like, I don't even have to go anywhere. Like, why did I? <laughs> no, why did I understand I the feeling. In the morning, I don't get it. Nah, bro, I understand. I like, because because my job, man, I'll be up like six in the morning sometimes, like every, like, on routine every time, but like, sometimes 5 30. So now I get it. I understand, bro. Yeah, it's routine. That's all. Yeah, that's it, man. But uh, anyway, enough about work. Let's get into you for a second. <laughs> but before we actually do that, um, just want to let everyone know who's a brand new listener to the podcast. Um, this is generally what the podcast is about, which is uh, I highlight the actual lives and stories of the producer, the DJ, and the engineer. Solely because, you know, I love, you know, artists, I love bands, you know, and we have plenty of podcasts for those and plenty of outlets for those, but not enough to highlight the actual behind the scenes aspects and just the focus on just the producer, just the DJ, just the engineer, the people behind the scenes to make the songs pop for your favorite artists and bands. So I thought, why not go ahead and give you no know, shine to those people and give them their time to shine. So that's the whole point of this podcast. That's why I like, love doing this. And that's why I want to make sure we get people that, you know, you know, voices matter too. So, you know, get their voices heard. And, you know, if you want to go ahead and get in contact with these people network, this is the best way to do it so make sure you go ahead and check us out you know on uh fruit of the boom podcast on all forms of uh every podcast uh platform so i'm talking spotify itunes stitcher google podcast uh apple podcast uh all that stuff man we we, we out here so and then catch us on all forms of social media at fruit boom pod um but we're gonna go ahead and get into this interview real quick uh just go ahead and get everything started and um enough of my rambling uh 
Oh, they ain't rambling. I, I just speak quiet. <laughs> you speak nothing but facts. Like, I'm just going to let it ride. Let it ride, oh, man. No. Come on, man. Bet them up. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. But let's go ahead and get to the first question, as a matter of fact. So, first general question, I start with everyone, and we just go from there, which is how you get started in music production. Oh, man. How did I get started in music production? Mm-hmm. Well, kind of a funny story. Um, at one point in time, I'm going to be honest, like I always am. I did not like rap music because my brother, my older brother, when he used to stay on the uh, north side of Chicago, mm-hmm. we, we, he used to always go to the store called Coconuts every time he get his money from his check while he was going to school and stuff like that. And he would buy CDs, nothing but CDs, rap CDs, all that good stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So he would be at work and I'd take a listen to one of his CDs and I... Uh, I got to curse a little bit. I hope that's fine. I should have asked earlier. Oh, 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 bro, go for it. Go for it. Go for it. You good. All right, cool, cool. Because um, I put the CD in, and I'm like, damn, man, why the hell is is, is this, man, degrading women? Why they call them bitches all the damn time? I love my mama. My mama ain't no bitch. Like, what's mm-hmm. <laughs> no, no, I feel you. I feel you. I understand. So, so at a young age, like at the age of like, what, like six or seven, I was just listening to the songs. But I'm like, man, that's that's not cool. But it was until I listened to Camp Low. Camp Low is, is is a group out of New York, dope as hell. And the way that they said certain things, it was it it captured my attention. I'm like, man, this is slick. I like how they rap. Mm-hmm. And then my brother, he bought a karaoke machine and a beat machine. He tried to make beats, but he sucked. So <laughs> <laughs> what happened was. He went to work one day and he told me, don't touch my stuff or else I'm going to whoop your ass. He walked out of the he walked out of the uh, bedroom, walked, walked out of the uh, apartment, mm-hmm. and I said, F out of here, fuck out of here, I'm going to go ahead and replug all your stuff, and I did. He plugged the beat machine, the karaoke machine, and I started making beats, and it came natural to me. Mm-hmm. So little did I know... He forgot something. So he came back in the door. So as I'm looking at him, you know, I'm like, what, nine, ten at the time? And I'm short. Mm-hmm. I'm looking up at him like, oh, man, I'm going to get my ass whooped. <laughs> mm-hmm. You're looking at your older brother like that. You know what I mean? Right, right. So he came in and he, and he played what I made. And he said, you made this? And I was like, yeah. In the back of my mind, I'm like, am I still going to get my ass whooped? Like Because he's confused and I'm confused too. <laughs> <laughs> so he told me after that just to put everything back to to where it was and just keep it clean and keep it nice and tucked away every time he's gone. So my brother was surprised that I made that beat that quickly and I made a good beat at it. Mm. So to speed up the process, you know, I had to, well, we got evicted from the apartment. So we were moving, bouncing around mm-hmm. until my father was staying in displays and I bought a video game called Music Generator 2. Very familiar with man, man, man. Those sleepless days and nights. I was trying to make <laughs> bangers out of a out of a video game. And then um and I, I so called called my I called everybody talking about yeah I got a studio. No I don't I got a, <laughs> I got a PlayStation 2 in a, in a video game. <laughs> but I was making heaters, though. Mm-hmm. I was making heaters. So that's how I got into production. It was because of 
my brother and it just went into me listening to rap and trying to understand it for what it is growing up and then i got the music generator too and then mm-hmm. when i started to become homeless and you know staying in the shelter living from couch to couch in people's basements and stuff like that mm-hmm. i carried that music generator with me and i use i channeled my anger because i didn't understand why was this happening to me so all those angry beats that you will hear from beat battles mm-hmm. it was because of that that was mm-hmm. a long ass answer that i gave you for your question sir <laughs> oh do, oh bro like i'm glad you <laughs> hey i'm glad you gave me that answer i mean like this no this is you man i'm this i'm giving you your time to speak on you man so i want you to talk about you so yeah i, I love hearing this stuff i definitely know the listeners love hearing stuff like this and you know it's that's definitely a hell of a story man especially hearing that you know you, you know your brother basically indirectly uh inspired you he didn't say hey go ahead and do it he was like hey this what you did okay just put it back and just be cool with it you know what i'm saying but i'm glad he was end up being supportive of the situation you know and i'm glad you know i'm glad the situation ended up turning out better for you especially you know you, you know you were homeless you know which i didn't know when I, i'm sorry that happened to you as well man but uh, uh i'm, well, I'm glad, they, I'm glad it worked it out just, yeah yeah it just it just makes you a stronger man and it just you know we take a lot of things for granted like for instance like taking a shower when you want to in the shelter mm-hmm. you have to take a shower at night mm-hmm. it's just it's just their rules and as far as having like staying in the shelter you are meant to get your butt up and look for apartment you know what i'm saying the shelter is not your place of residence mm-hmm. you know it's a temporary place for you to put your head down to sleep mm-hmm. but still you know they want to make it uncomfortable enough for you to say you know what i can't stay here for long i gotta get up and get ready and 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 get my own place so Mm -hmm. taking a shower even um like eating at a certain time you couldn't bring outside food in the in the shelter you have to have like daily chores and if you don't do the daily chores you get three strikes and if you go to your third strike they kick you out the shelter man And you got to sign a book just to let them know where you finna go. You know, like if you got to go to work, you got to sign the book saying that you got to go to work. And they will call your job to see if you at the job, see if you lying. Mm. So it was, it was at the age of 17, like it was pretty, it was pretty tough. But it made me the man who I am now. Like, I promise you, my light bill might be late, but my rent paid. I hear that, man. I hear that. I hear that, I hear that man. I hear that, brother. Like, nah, man. I'm, you know, and I'm glad you. you know, I'm glad you was able to get to see the light at the end of the tunnel and you know, get to this place where you at now. And now we can actually go into the perfect segue. You know, since you at the light at the end of the tunnel at this point, let's get into more. So, um, you just you more as a producer. So, I know the good people want to know since because like you have been the first producer, things of that nature. Um, how'd you start in beat battles? And actually, before I do that. Tell them what you like. What kind of setup do you have? Like, what what do you use? Do you use like just a straight DAW? Do you use equipment? Do you use both? Like, what do you use? Uh, as of right now, um, I use Fruity Loops, uh, the 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 crack version because I ain't had no money to pay for it. Oh, kind of like felt that. like I shouldn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, all I know, hey, put it like this, put it like this, man. Everyone, look, everyone's done it at one point. Everyone, I'm pretty sure, has done it at one point. So don't feel bad. Hey. Everyone has done it at one point. But, Trust me. 
But just to put it out there, as far as like if Fruity Loops will ever give me a sponsorship, I bought Fruity Loops at one point in time in my life. I have when I was staying in Chicago. So let's just put that out in the air. <laughs> I did spend money with you guys. <laughs> Oh, you might still have a lifetime membership then if you still got FL then. If you might, I mean, you might want to, if you still got the emails and stuff like that and they still have you on record, then you might have a membership with them. You might just be able to upgrade your stuff just because for free, man. That was like a long time ago. I bought like Food to Lose 5 when 5 was hot. So I don't know if that's, oh. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I could, I can ask, I could see, but I'm pretty sure I'm going to get a hard hell no. Oh, <laughs> like, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Well, if all any of the listeners out there know, uh, can you give me information on that? Definitely let my partner know. Uh, so we want to keep my man updated. You know, definitely want to go ahead and get my man legal. Trying to get a sponsorship in this bad boy, man. <laughs> <laughs> but no, nah, but uh, so do you? So this what you still use? Just the FL Studio, or do you still? Use, or just just FL Studio, or do you use like a keyboard or equipment with it, or what? Yeah, yeah. I use uh, I use FL Studio, and then I also use Reasons. I bought the I purchased the Reasons Ten. Uh, I think they're okay. Reasons Eleven now. Okay, but, okay. But Reasons Ten, like they have ex, I, I would say near to excellent uh, drum selections. They have really great melodies. They they have like interesting plugins that I like to play around with, and then sometimes I will bounce that put it in the Fruity Loops because my main doll is Fruity Loops. I can make a beat out of out of reasons. Um, but Fruity Loops are just, it's like easy. It's easier for me. Easy work. I can just put everything together and I know the patterns. I know the tricks of the trade. The reasons, it's, it's a bigger doll so you have to learn more patterns and more tricks, which I mm-hmm. do. But if I want to just make a quick beat, I got the idea in my head fresh in my head, I got to go to Fruity Loops. I understand. I totally feel you. I feel you. Okay. I got a. I got a. Oh, sorry. No, 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 no. Go, go, go for it. Go for it. Go for it. I got a a M Audio Key Station Forty Nine Keys. Funny how um, I got these. I got that uh, keyboard because a friend of mine did something that I didn't like, and he gave me the keyboard. (laughs) Hey, come on. That's a yeah. Uh, we're just gonna leave it at that. But um, yeah, I got that, and uh, I, I bought some, some audio speakers, and I'm I'm just blessed to have the little things that I do have. And I had this uh, subwoofer, and shoot, that's about it. I mean, I'm audio speakers, subwoofer, and then I I split those, and I got two extra speakers so that way I could control the <clears throat> the separation of, of drums and I can control the low end and mm-hmm. let it ride. Shoot. Oh, and I got a, oh my God, I forgot to mention, I got a NT2A uh, microphone. That bad boy is really nice. Bass roll off, you name it, super cardioid, uh, figure eight, omnidirectional. Oh man, it's great. Like literally you can, I can hear somebody fart in the next room. That's <laughs> <laughs> Not that I am looking forward to that. Like if, if I had a little girl come come through and then she have a little fart, you know, I'm like, oh, I heard you. She gonna be like, shut up. 
No, that, no, because uh, I know when I hear like a lot of your beats, man, which, you know, the shits, you know, are, I've always been a fan of your shit, man. So, you know, always, always have that. since, always been a fan of your shit. So, you know, when I, you know, when I hear you, I, it's you, usually you doing your own vocals in the back, right? Yeah, I do my own vocals. Okay, because I was like, all the voice, I was like, okay, that's got to be him. So I was like, okay. So he really getting his template on the background. So I was like, okay, I was say, and I like that. Yeah, I like that. I could kind of hear that influence in the background, which I fuck with that. So I was yeah, like, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, I love doing that. I love doing that. Like, just because sometimes I just feel like, as a producer, like a lot of producers are known to be like introverts for the most part. Mm-hmm. And the best thing to do, like, what I live by this in order for you to be comfortable, you have to be in uncomfortable situations. Like, some people just don't like the sound of their voice. Right. It's like me, I seldomly like the sound of my voice. So I said, you know what? I got to be more comfortable with myself. So I started to beatbox from the microphone. I started to, you know, say certain riffs. And then it, those riffs turn into uh, statements, words, to to chorus, to to verses, to me just starting to rap. Mm-hmm. So I eventually got a little bit more comfortable with my voice. And I said, you know what? I can get in this microphone and I can do my shit. So... Hey, man, bro, I mean, it works. I mean, and it definitely works out. I mean, because, like I said, it, and it works well with your style as well. Like, you know, it definitely works really well with, like, how your whole style is just cohesive. You know, and that's why I've, like, always been a fan of that. Like, I like that. Like, I've always been a fan of that kind of shit. Like, oh, okay. Saying, hmm, you don't hear anyone do that that often and do it well like you can. I like that. I like that. So I've always been a fan of that kind of stuff. So I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah, man. But uh, as a matter of fact, because they, you know, like I was trying to say earlier, just, you know, just to go back into this, but uh, because of your unique style, I know you've been in a lot of beat battles, including the, 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 the way I originally met you, which I saw you in a Red Bull Big Tune. What was that back in 2010, maybe? Yeah, that was 2010 when I was skinny. <laughs> <laughs> man, that was 10 years ago, G. <laughs> <laughs> wow, ten years ago, damn, like, that's crazy. But before before the hot dogs and hamburgers, man. Hey, bro, I understand. <laughs> hey, bro, I understand you ain't. Yeah, I'm with, I'm right there with you, bro. So don't even understand. Hey, I'm telling you. <laughs> but no, nah, man. So uh, tell me how you got into that, man. Like, what made you get into, like deep battles and particularly like the Red Bull Big Tone? Well, uh, to back to back it up before I get to the Red Bull Big Tone, mm-hmm. uh, my very first battle was at Columbia College in Chicago. And that was the college that I went to when I graduated, you know, going through all that troubling times or whatever. Uh-huh. But I went to Columbia College and then I seen a sign that said beat battles. I'm like, you know, what is that? So I, I looked it up and went to the, uh, I went to the one on Wabash Street, the building, off of Wabash, off the, <clears throat> excuse me, off the Green Line train. And I signed up for the beat battle and I lost miserably because my mixing was terrible. Mm. <laughs> it was terrible. It, it wasn't like the beat. The beat wasn't whack. It was just the mixing was just, oh my God. Like the drums were too damn loud. The melodies were too soft. That sound was over there. That sound was here. But the funny I mean, part was a beginner. It, you was a beginner. I mean, hey, you were I a was a super beginner. <laughs> oh my goodness. It happens. It happens uh, to the best of us, man. It happens to the best of us. Yeah, and then I remember 
I lost to the champion that day because he had amazing beats. Mm-hmm. And um, I walked out of the building. I didn't even feel discouraged. I felt determined. I, I called I called uh, a friend of mine at the time, and I told him, I said, man, I got to go ahead and work on these beats, man. Like, this dude had embarrassed the shit out of me. I don't like that shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, you know, I had, um, this is when I had bought the Fruity Loops 5. This is when Fruity Loops 5 was hot. Mm-hmm. What I was saying with uh, a friend of mine, because I got sick and tired of getting evicted and stuff like that. At the age of 18, I stayed over at my friend's house mm-hmm. off of uh, Morris Street in Chicago. So every day, like, I, and I had lost my job. Like it was a whole, it was a shit show that was going on with me. So <clears throat> I was getting unemployment. So I was able to pay the money every month to uh, my friend's mother and grandmother for me to stay there. Mm-hmm. So every day, well, every night, pretty much, because the mother had to use uh, her computer because it's her shit. But mm-hmm. every night, oh man, I was banging out beats until like seven o'clock in the morning. Oh wow! So I was just like just strengthening the way I was making beats, trying to come up with many ideas. And you got to understand, like with just Fruity Loops, you know their their sound selection is kind of whack. So yeah. You can only right. You can only do so much. But I was getting really dope with their sound selection. Mm-hmm. So this is when LimeWire was like really banging, right? Oh, like, those days. Yeah, hell, LimeWire, FrostWire, later on, all that shit that will give you a fucking computer virus. Man, <laughs> look. Some people were downloading other stuff. I wasn't. That's not me. I was just Man. downloading sounds. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get that drum here. Let me get that song here. Let me see if I can flip that there. Let me blase, blase. And then um, some stuff happened. Let me speed up the process a little bit because I could talk all damn day. Oh, no, go for it, go for it, bro. (laughs) Speed up the process just a little bit. Um, We wind up getting into a little fallout. And I got to be honest, I looked in the mirror that day. And I said, look, I'm going to be either. I'm telling myself this. I'm going to be either dead or in jail if I don't get my fucking act together mm. because my life is going to shit. Um, I dropped out of college. I'm out there selling the whoop the bam. I got green for sale and all this. I'm, I'm doing a whole bunch of shit that I was supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. So I said, you know what? I got to get out of here. So I called a friend of mine that stayed in Waukegan and I said, bro, I got to get out of here. I got to go because I'm not feeling good just being here anymore. So, went over to his place. Did him and his mom picked me up. Still at the age of, you know, 18 and shit. And, um, stayed in Waukegan. Stayed in Waukegan for, like, what, a good eight years now? I traveled back and forth just, just to try to see, like, what's going on with all my people in Chicago. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, not, not, not a lot of my friends are really doing so well, like, Couple of my friends, they they was locked up. And, uh, I know a couple of them. They strung out on some shit. Mm. Uh, both of them actually got out. Um, we're, we're we're doing. It's it's not a lot of us that's doing well. I was like, for like a good like eight nine of us, like only like three of us are doing well, including me. 
And when I mean well, I mean like living alive, healthy, you know, we can walk, we can talk, we can breathe, we can, we can close the door and make chicken at three o'clock in the morning healthy. We're good. Mm-hmm. But, um, sometimes I kind of hate talking about that, but it needs to be talked about. I understand. Go, <clears throat> go, for, it. go for it, man. Go for it. Yeah, but, um, like I said, to fast forward, um, I was trying to make beats on my friend's mother's computer. Like when I'm sitting in Waukegan, but I don't know what the hell happened. They had a fallout, so I had to get I, I got kicked out of there, and I didn't even do any damn thing. So we, ugh. Mm. oh man, god damn it! I, I always tend to block this shit out. <laughs> no, I, no, I gotta no, 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 you good, you good, bro. You good, you all, you all good, bro. You straight, you straight. Now just listen, right. no, 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 you good. Go ahead. No, like I said, man, this is about you, man. So I, I like when people like talk about this stuff. Man, if this, if this is what you want to talk about, you know what I'm saying. I don't want to restrict you and stop you, from, you know, talking. No, about it's, no, it's, it's all good because I have to say these things because it could be, it could be a kid that's my age uh, that 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 was my age, maybe like the age of 17, 18 years old, that's going through the same stuff. And I want to let that kid know that, you know, you know, beside all that bullshit, man, just hang on, just keep your head up and and, and strive for the best and then work and bust your ass in order for you to have your own place, your own shit, so nobody can't tell you shit. That's 100. So, so, um, why not moving again, but over to his girl's crib? And I'm thankful that his girl's parents let me in as well. So, still getting our things together. I wind up uh, downloading a Fruity Loop uh, crack file from, I mean, to their computer so that way I can make some beats. This is the time mm-hmm. where I bought the subwoofer. So, that's how I really started to craft my beats i really started to get it in and, and 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 make some beats at her mother's house but then uh, we decided to get an apartment that's still in Waukegan, and that was kind of like i felt like that was kind of like my freedom finally because i had a key i can it's my place with the roommates i can come and go as i damn well please if i want to make something to eat i can make something to eat if I want to freaking cook, I could do that too. Whatever, whatever. But then, unfortunately, we had a fallout where words were exchanged to me that was pretty detrimental. And, mm. you know, we wind up separating. They wind up doing their own thing. And my parents, at the time, they were going through some stuff in Chicago on the west side. So I had them move in with me because I didn't want them to be homeless again. Mm-hmm. So they took over their um, part of the of the rent and shit like that while they moved out. So, <laughs> well, a year later, we got evicted again. <laughs> mm. oh, over man. and over again. Over and over again. Goddamn. Like, oh, man. So, um... We finally, well, we're going through the courts and everything because the landlord filed a motion. Uh, we had to move out. 
and we removed to a removed. We still in Waukegan, and now we finally get a place to stay with me and my family again, but this time in Waukegan. This is when I finally bought a computer and I started making more beats for myself and I started to get into beat battle. So now I wanted to give you that background before I actually answered that question because I can't mm-hmm. just jump and you don't know me. You know, that's right, right, no, 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 you good, you good. No, that's, no, this is a perfect, no, please, please continue, please continue. Yeah, so um, now I'm, I'm going into beat battles. I'm, I, I finally got my own car. I bought my own car and I, I felt very excited about that. I felt proud about that, about myself. So <clears throat> I traveled back, back and forth with a friend of mine to, to go to Chicago for beat battles. But it was a battle called Red Bull Big Tune in 2009 that my friend got into. I didn't even know about it, but he asked me if I could drive him down there. And I get in free too. So Red Bull Big Tune in 2009, I went down there with him. He, he's in the back, he's excited. I'm excited for him, because I don't have no hate bone in my body. I'm like, shit, I want you to succeed. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. So 2009, he made it to the second round, but he wound up losing, unfortunately. But my man's J-Rail, he wound up winning that beat battle. So that was nice. cool. Nice. That was, that was super fucking cool. So um, I got so inspired. I said, man, I want to be a part of the Red Bull Big Tune. I really want to be a part. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Not, that's not 2009. That was 2008. Sorry. Okay. In 2008, uh, C-Sick won that battle. Rob Bates was runner up. Okay. And then 2009, when I tried to submit, and they said, hell no, nah, your beats ain't good enough. <laughs> uh, damn. It's so many amount of words. I'm, I'm over exaggerating, but they said, no, nah, unfortunately, we can't pick you because basically I'm not ready. Mm-hmm. So 2000 and, 2009, J-Rail won, and I'm still going to beat battles in Chicago, a place called Reggie's Rock Club, where um, I battled some of the cats around the way. I battled, uh, who did I battle? I battled, oh, shit, I battled Quality. A lot of times. Shots of quality? Yeah, yeah. I battled quality. I battled, uh, what's that I battled? I be- you know, I battled DQ. DQ, DQ on the track. I battled Brother Gift. I battled both of them at once. And that was crazy. Like, they were That's a nice. team. And <laughs> Brother, Brother Gift might, Brother Gift might not like me if I, once I say this, but I'm going to say it. Um, uh oh. It took both of you guys to battle me, and it went overtime. <laughs> mm. oh, yeah, man. shots fired, bang bang. <laughs> I didn't say no- I said nothing. He said it. <laughs> I said nothing. Look, I only say that because I know Brother Giff is mad talented. DQ is mad talented, and um, anytime that they, anytime I want a rematch, I hate. If y'all want a rematch, come on with it. I love it because they. Except, I just, res- I just respect them so much to the point that like I would love to have a rematch with. with hell yeah, hell yeah! Shout out to the fellas, man. Shout out to both of them. They definitely held the talent to both of them, man. Definitely shout out to the fellas, man. Both of them. But yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. Be a, be a continue on, man. Uh, so how'd you uh, get into like uh, 
the one in 2010. How how did it begin to Red Bull on Big Two in 2010? Oh, okay. This was like slick what I did, and I, I <laughs> sometimes you got to think outside the box. So me mm-hmm. just making beats, I'm going back and forth, doing other beat battles, getting better at my craft and stuff like that. Um, got the email saying that they, you know, willing to submit beats. But this time in 2010, they didn't have the exhibition in Chicago. They had the finals in Chicago. So I'm like, oh man, the next place that's like closer to us, believe it or not, boom, St. Louis. So I'm like, all right, let me go ahead and submit my stuff, you know, in St. Louis. Hopefully they like it. So what I did, I as soon as I was about to submit, I said, no, I got to do this differently because you can submit, I think it was, uh, you can submit three beats. Mm-hmm. So what I did, instead of me having one beat, 60 seconds, just three beats, I mm-hmm. shortened it. Had 30 beats, one, uh, 30 seconds, one beat, 30 seconds, another beat, and that's one track. So it's two beats. So instead of three, I sent six. Mm. Okay. So I was kind of a, a wise man right there. And then, you know, mm. unfortunately, fortunately, I'm looking at my email. I see Red Bull Big Tune. I click it. It says a big old congratulations. I'm like, what? Oh, hey. they chose me. How the hell I'm going to get there? I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't think that far. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm like, damn it, okay. Uh, I never, I never uh, took a mega bus. I never did none of that whatsoever. This is gonna be a situation for me. So me and my brother, I told my brother like, yo, you gonna go to St. Louis? And he was like, all right. Well, what's going on? He's like, Red Bull Big Two. And they told me I'm gonna be a part of this big uh, beat battle. You know, it was on BET at one point in time. I'm gonna be a part of it. He's like, oh shit, that's what's up. He said, all right, cool. Like, where are we going? I'm like, I don't know. Let me look at it. Let me look at the email. <laughs> I'm just excited. <laughs> so we finally uh, we finally booked the tickets. So we had to go to Chicago to catch the, I think it was the catch the, did we catch the F? Oh, we caught the Amtrak. We caught okay. the Amtrak. And then we took the bus from Springfield all the way to uh, St. Louis. But where... My cousin Cornelius at the time was staying in St. Louis. I called nice. him and I said, "I said, yo, is it cool if I could, you know, if we could stay over there just for a little bit because we got a big beat out. He said, "Man, Benny, say man, say less, say no more. Come on through because you're trying to better yourself. Come on." And uh, my cousin had picked picked us up in his car and then we went to his crib. I'm overexcited. You know, they, they had a, a formal dinner where they had a... This was the first time I ever had filet mignon. Nice. So, like, that's a big deal for me. Because they, they had on the menu, like, burgers, fries. I could make my own burger and fry at the damn house. But filet mignon? No, let me get that. <laughs> <laughs> Put that on the plate, please. And that was, it was delicious. <laughs> and uh, shout out to Jonathan Moore because he passed away. So, yeah. I, I I was so sad about that because he he had multiple conversations with me. He was he was very nice. He was he was understanding. He was optimistic. You know, shouts out to Vitamin. You know, he was he was a very Vitamin was a great dude. Funny, funny as hell, he, he reminds me of my uncle. And then uh, 
also Jake one, Jake one, he phenomenal person. He he always had he always answered the phone calls when I had questions. I know it was like strictly business, but still, like he he talked to you when you when you have a question. He he doesn't he's not hesitant to pick up the phone and say, hey, you know, Benny, how you doing? And that was coming from what I was what I was going through and not getting a fair handshake of life. Mm-hmm. Like getting those phone calls and having somebody just to say how you doing, it means a lot to me. So uh Red Bull Big Two, 2010, we had the dinner. I'm excited. The next day we had to drive to East St. Louis. Good old East St. Louis. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we had to drive to East St. Louis and uh I'm over excited. This is where uh DJ Alchemist was there. And man, that guy's short. Like Oh yeah, I met him before. Yeah, dude, yeah, but shout out to him, man. The man is a master of his craft. Yeah, he is. He is. I was I was just saying some some other shit, but it's just I thought he, I I I know I'm not trying to be like disrespectful, but I thought he was like maybe like a five eleven dude, and I and I looked, I'm like, nah, that can't be him. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> I want to meet him, but he like kind of looked at me like, you looking at me because I'm short like that. <laughs> Walk the fuck away. I was like, okay, I'm not going. He's pissed off at something, so let me walk away. Anyway, anyway, he's gonna be really mad if he ever hears this shit. <laughs> Shout out to Alchemist, man. <laughs> I fuck with you, man. I've been a fan of your shit for a long time. Shout out to you, bro. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. Like, oh man, well, I didn't, I didn't win the Red Bull Big Two. This is the one thing I'm gonna say this to producers that's listening: do not hold off on your best beats. You're stupid. The reason why I would say that is because I did that and I was stupid. I went against a guy named uh, M80. He had a buzz around town in St. Louis, also East St. Louis. And I'm thinking, I got this joint called Did You Give My Love Away? I'm going to hold that off for the second round. (laughs) Wrong way of thinking. Why? Because I lost in the first round. So nobody got the chance to hear it. So I was super just, I let myself down. I was mad at myself. I didn't play that beat that could have guaranteed, I felt in my heart, to be in second. I mean, to to go into the second round. Mm -hmm. And then what made it worse, I gave (laughs) people honest feedback on what to do, and they wind up advancing. (laughs) So what a kick in the face. (laughs) But like I said, I don't have no hate and bone in my body, so right, right, I'm right. not going to be like, oh my God. Ugh. It was one person that did have that, but I'm going to leave that alone. But anyway. Understandable. 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 <laughs> but um, yeah, like Rebel Big Tune, like, I, that was like the biggest beat battle that I've ever been in. Like the second biggest beat battle was, believe it or not, uh, battle with the beat makers. Yes, that's a perfect segue. Yes, uh, Canada, correct? Yep, Toronto, Canada. How did that happen? Well, I'm going to tell you boys and girls a story. We'll sit on down and uh, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just joking. No, but this is this is what happened. Um, I was always a fan of them. I was always a fan of Battle of the Beatmakers ever mm-hmm. since 2000. 
and 11 because I didn't see none of the footage in 2010. Mm-hmm. But um, 2011, that's when uh, Mr. Magic won. Uh, Dukes was in the finals. And I said to myself, I'm like, man, look at all those cameras. Man, it's, it's, it's live over there. I want to I wanna be on that stage. I'm telling my friends as well as I'm sitting in the living room at my apartment. I'm like, man, I want to be there, man. So Wonder Girl won in 2012. And just like me being a fan, I reached out to her and I said, you know, congratulations. You know, you're doing great things. And how does it feel like being on that stage? And I'm just excited. And she was talking to me. We was like kids in the sandbox. Nice. So, so like, I was going through some other stuff. A year later, I tried to rekindle that conversation that we had. And when I was talking to her, she she gave me nothing but one word answers. And I'm like, I get it because like now I understand because I, for my job, I take care of kids. So like as like she was a teenager at the time, so teenagers would give you one word answers because they really don't want to talk. So I understand it. So I'm like, you know, I don't, I don't take nothing of it. I don't think of nothing of it. So. To uh, fast forward, I'm at the job. I had no more than, I think I had like $70 in my in my bank account. And at the time, it said to submit, you have to submit two beats, two of your best beats. And um, <clears throat> it was $60 in Canadian cash. So when I submitted, I'm thinking I'm submitting like $60, which is not true. Because their Canadian cat, like Canadian cash, if you convert it, like in US dollars, it will be lower. So mm. I spent like $49.51. It was like a weird number. So I was happy because I was able to buy lunch that day. I'm like, yeah, I got extra money. Yeah. <laughs> right. Hell yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, literally, for like the past two weeks, I'm stalking the shit out of my email. Did they answer? Did they answer? Did they answer? What's going on? I don't understand. Blah, blah, blah. I'm look. I'm literally in my bed looking at my phone like they didn't answer yet. I'm not supposed to go to sleep to get ready to go to work, right? I'm stalking this shit out of my email until one day I'm walking in the break room, just chilling. I get a ding on my phone. Battle of the B-Makers. Oh, shit. They got the lineup. Uh... I must have, like, my finger must have pressed hard as hell on my phone just to click that. <laughs> like, <laughs> literally. But I opened up the file and I was scrolling. And I'm like, damn, my name is not even on there. I'm scrolling down, scrolling down more and more. Like, shit, well, well, it's like 2009 again. And then I, as I'm scrolling, all of a sudden I see my name. I'm like, whoa, wait a minute. I look, I got on Facebook immediately. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to the battle with the beat makers, man. I'm a reserve, yada, yada, yada. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. How the hell I'm going to get up there? I don't understand. What the fuck? I need a passport. Oh, shit. Damn. <laughs> it's, like, it's like my brain went up for the altitude of happiness. And, I, and then it was like, wait a minute. Went right back down. Like, I got obstacles that I need to do, like get a passport. And I need to understand how to convert my dollars. How? <laughs> mm. I'm just, it's just, I love, I'm passionate about stuff and I'm mm. willing to do what I have to do in order for me to get there and do, just just do what I love to do. So I told my good friend, 
at that such a job, <clears throat> I said, man, I got to go to Canada. He said, why? For a beat battle. But I got to be part of it, produce a battle head-to-head in the competition. My good friend said, looks at me with a straight face and said, when we going? I said, uh, we, 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 we talking about, we talking about, I don't understand what you're saying. Like, carry the one, uh, plus two, <laughs> I don't, what, you know. <laughs> so I was like, okay, shit, if you want to go, man, come on. We got to book these tickets. We got to book this hotel. You know, a good friend of his name's Edder. Shouts out to Edder. Because, um, if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't have been able to afford the whole trip just by myself and yeah yeah like and when you and also producers when you're going to a different state a different town hell even a different country it's always best to travel in groups why because it's way cheaper i mean let's let's just think about the one-on-one basics here i mean like if you split the bill excuse me if you split the bill for like the hotel stay and also and also uh, the tickets, you know, for the round trip, you get a bigger discount because you're coming as a group, opposed to right. you going by yourself. So right. producers, bring your friends, bring your family. Like it's only right for you to do so because everybody's going to have a good time and it's cheaper for you. Right. So, um. I wound up getting my passport. I was scared about that because I thought I had to expedite the shipping. But because of what I do, my my finger is fingerprinted to the you know to the FBI to the database. I believe that's the reason why it came quicker than uh than it would be if it was just like a standard person trying to get their passport. I'm not. That's just a speculation. I don't know. But. I didn't have to pay for the expedited shipping and it came immediately and that was so freaking great. And I took the most ugliest picture ever. <laughs> <laughs> Man, they they are really serious. Like they don't want you to smile. They don't. You take two pictures. Oh, oh, oh yeah, producers, if you don't know how to really do this, I mean, if you're around the way, you gotta go to um, like a CVS pharmacy where they would take your picture, would take a standard uh, picture from your from your neck to you know on top of your head. They take two of them. Right. And you have right. to pay. You have to pay. I think like fourteen, fifteen dollars for those pictures. And then from there, you take those pictures to uh, to the post office. And then you fill out the paperwork and what you need. They're going to ask you if you want to expedited shipping for your uh, passport. You know, you can choose yes or no. You know, whatever that you want. And um, they do the background check and everything. And then once everything is good to go, oh, bring your birth certificate. Bring your birth certificate. That's going to, uh, you got to bring like a, like a fresh copy. Don't bring like that beat up raggedy copy because like they're not going to be able to read it in a database. Right. So anyway, you get the passport then you know, hey, you're good to go. And this is the first time I ever flew in an airplane. And nice. I told you, in order for you to be comfortable, you have to be in uncomfortable positions. Very true. So, I flew in the airplane. I was scared as shit. My friend was sitting in the back. If he was sitting next to me, he would probably, you know, be laughing at me. But I'm glad he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking to a travel agent, and he was so surprised about how 
thrilled I was just to be in this airplane. He said, like, Benny, I'm a travel agent. Like, first of all, you got lucky because you have so much room for your feet or for your legs to, like, actually spread out. Because where we sat, it was, like, in the corner, in the, like, in the upper part of the airplane where it kind of, like, I don't know how to really explain it, but it's, like, it kind of goes in a, in a weird... The aisle, it goes a little weird. It kind of like shifts a little bit to the left if you're looking, sitting down. Mm-hmm. But it gave us so much, gave us so much leg room. He said that you know you're lucky because of that because you don't never get any leg room. But uh, anyway, took about an hour and a half for that flight. I'm excited. I stepped down on Canada. I'm like, yeah, this is the funny story. Let me tell you this part. Oh my god. Now, Canada. Has this thing has this food called poutine, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. So my stupid ass. Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Let me. Uh, okay, me and my friend Edda, we're walking. You know, passing up customers and shit, right? See this right. beautiful, beautiful woman. She's an officer. She's saying, you know, what are you doing here? So I'm telling her, like, you know, battle of the beat makers, blah blah blah. Check me in. I mean, battle of the beat makers. I'm trying to win. I don't know. Trying to get into the battle of the beat makers. Uh-huh. I'm showing her. Uh, the pictures on the phone and stuff like that, and she tells me you need to try poutine. I said, "Why are you telling me to try that?" <laughs> so, both for Edda looks at me. He's like, "No, Betty. He she didn't say she didn't say poutine. She said poutine." <laughs> the lady's such a cool motherfucker, man. She was laughing at me, laughing at Edda, gave me my passport. It was like, if you want to try that, you can go ahead, too. <laughs> That's what she concluded. Like, you know what? You're not terrorists. You're just goofy as fuck. <laughs> Have a good time. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Edder, like, gut-busting, laughing at me in the back of my in the back of my head. And I'm like, come on, Edder, man. Like, man, I feel like a goof. <laughs> so we walk, we walk out of there. And, um... I was supposed to get, I had scheduled uh, a rental car and when when the people from the, from the uh, airport picked us up to go to that rental place, they pretty much did not do what they said that they were going to do because how I schedule it, you have to put $100 down on it. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, all right, cool, like $100, that's, that's what's up, only need the car for like two, three days, and I'll return it right back. And it's right next to the airport, so that's cool. So, they already have my $100. So I come up there, I'm saying, yo, you here to pick up the car, what's going on? These fools tell me that I need to put an extra $500 down. I said, oh, hell nah, y'all on some fuck shit. <laughs> like, y'all did not say that shit on the phone. I said, y'all need to give my money back. <laughs> they wish they did. So I'm over there, I'm pissed off, I'm mad. Edda looked at me and said, look, man, they got Uber. Calm down, bro. It's cool. Relax. They got Uber. So I had to download Uber on my phone. He already had Uber on his. We wound up catching the Uber down to the uh, to the hotel, Night Sin Hotel. And um, finally set up our bags. We were tired. I was I was kind of exhausted. But I was still excited. We were at Night's Inn Hotel. And um, let me think. 
what, what happened? What did I do? Oh, I was trying to call Sound Supremacy, which is um, Battle of the Beat Makers. This, that's their thing. Mm-hmm. I was trying to call them to see if Eric could come along with me for the uh, what do you call it? for the seminar. But I, I, I've got no phone calls, no nothing. I, I haven't gotten anything. So I told Eddie what was going on. He said, cool, man, that's that's fine with me. Shit, I'm going to go bar hop any damn way. I don't need a drink. I was like, all right, cool, works out. <laughs> so I, I hop in an Uber. I get to the seminar. And I'm sitting there, you know, one of the girls is there. Um... um one of the judges was talking. Her name was Keisha Lee. Um, it's funny how I got into the battle because this is the part where in the seminar, well, in the paper, it stated before I came to Canada, if the producers don't make it, because me being a reserve, me being a reserve, I could take your slot. Mm. So um, a couple of producers didn't make it. So me, along with another producer, I forgot his name, but I had my hand raised and I said, I came to work. I don't know about the other producers, but your paper said this and I'm here. So they huddled up like comedian tricks, uh, Clifton and Crane. They huddled up talking and they put our names in a uh, bingo basket. I don't know why, because the motherfucking balls didn't even move. It just stayed in one place, which was weird. (laughs) <laughs> but um, <laughs> they pulled out my name out of the bingo basket, and I was first to be within the preliminaries. Now, in my mind, I'm thinking, ah, you know what? I don't want to jump to conclusions because y'all, y'all felt like you will run into BS every time good stuff happens. So you just mentally mm-hmm. prepare yourself, like. Okay, the bullshit is going to come, so I don't want to get too excited. Right, so, right, I understand. Yeah, I'm in the preliminaries, so the next day comes. Me and Edda decide to walk to the preliminaries because it was like short distance. We could just walk there. We're walking on Dundas Street. Dundas Street is not the street that you're supposed to walk on because mm. it's been a lot of shit that's been happening on Dundas Street that's uh, pretty fucked up. Like it looked like the west side of Chicago. <laughs> I just say that because um, funny part about it is it was like right when I was there. I was, it was like right after gentrification. You know what I'm saying? Like it started to clean up a little bit. Like the gentrification. I'm on the fence with that. Sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's bad. But that's another story. But um. Walking on down that street, and I got my Chicago shit on, my Chicago Bears hat, and I'm I'm rocking orange and blue. You know what I'm saying? Cats like walking past me, looking at me like, "Oh shit, you from Chicago, man? Welcome!" Like they like welcome me with open arms and shit. I'm like, "Yeah, I appreciate it. Thank you." So finally get to the preliminaries. It's packed as shit. So. Um, oh, producers, do not do this. If you go to the preliminaries and then you decided, I mean, you play your best beat, okay, that's good, and you get your assignment to be in the main event, don't leave. 
You know why? Because a guy like me or anybody that's dope as shit can come can go right after you. When you leave, it could be dope as hell and you can't really study their sounds. Mm. So yeah. Don't leave. But anyway, I'm in the preliminaries. Everybody got their assignments. And then the crowd just started getting smaller and smaller and smaller. And since I was a reserve, I'm like dead ass last. So I battled a guy in Seattle. That's the video that's on my YouTube. Shouts out to my channel, which is Denny D. You can go subscribe and like. Just like there you can is. subscribe and like. Plug. To Fruity. Yeah. Major plug right here. Plug. So, <laughs> but um, the video is up there. I battled a guy from Seattle, and you know, I I had I had better beats than than him, and uh, I, it was it was official. I was in the main event. Nice. And that's when I went back to the ho- I went back to the hotel. It's a story. Be- it's a to- it's a story between that, but we're gonna talk later about that. But I went back to the hotel. And that's when I was like still excited, kind of sleepy, but. Got on the phone, and I said on Instagram, you know, what happened that night. You know, they, you know one of the producers didn't make it, so we're going to see how that goes. Mm-hmm. Uh, kids you not, that video was like only 20 views, 25 views. So, the main event. The main event. I'm excited as all hell. Like, I, I'm walking in where, like, the crowd space, like, where the crowd would be. I'm just... Like looking and turning and looking at the balcony, like damn, this is what I'll be seeing on like YouTube and shit. Cause I'm, I'm just, I'm a fan. Like when I'm a fan, I act like a goddamn fan. Like I look and I'm just surprised, I'm shocked, I'm happy, and like wow, I'm gonna be a part of this. This shit is crazy. I finally made it here. So, comedian tricks was uh was talking to me. He was. He was I was telling him the same thing that I'm very happy to be here. I just want to be a part of the beat battle, and I'm finally am. Yada yada yada. First beat, uh, the first battle. I had the battle. Uh, I had the battle. Dang, what is? Oh my god, I'm having a brain fart. Luke. I had the, I had the battle of a friend of mine. I had, the, I had the battle of a friend of mine that I like. That was the only friend that I met out there. Mm-hmm. And I had to battle him first, and I was so pissed off about that. Mm. But you know, it, it is what it is. So, I <laughs> I started to do what I did in Saint in East St. Louis. I started to hold back my beats, Can't and he won. He he won the first part of that battle. I took off my scarf and I said, "Oh hell no! I ain't come all the way over here to lose. Fuck this shit." <laughs> <laughs> hell no nah. you can see that video I take off the scarf and I look mad as hell like nah uh uh-uh. uh nope it's not gonna be a reoccurring thing no <laughs> so I played all my best beats so it went overtime so I uh, a final beat I played it's called House Party that is on Spotify you can go check it out Spotify Look it up on Instagram. It's right on my page right there. It says Spotify. Click on tour. You can listen to it. So, Judge picked me. Man, I'm going on to the second round. 
I, I'm still thinking like, okay, this is crazy. This is, man, I, I get footage. I got footage. It's the only thing that I was caring about. Man, I get footage. Like, like their footage is like 100,000 views, 200,000 views. Man, I'm loving it. Okay, cool. I'm like McDonald's right now. <laughs> nice. So second round comes, I battle Matty Galaxy. He's been in it for a minute. Uh, as far as like the battles, like it, it, like each year. So mm-hmm. I played this beat called Crazy Town, which is also on Spotify. Check it out. And um, I had Comedian Tricks Lost for Words. You can mm-hmm. see the video about all the beat makers. The only thing that he said was, oh, 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 shit. <laughs> 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 the judges didn't even say nothing. They just put the numbers up. They was like, yep, well, you, it goes on. Goddamn, like, what the fuck? <laughs> so I'm just ecstatic, amazed. Like, damn, I got more footage. Oh, shit. Like, damn, I got more footage. This is crazy. Nice. So third round. I didn't know that I was battling the crowd favorite. Oh. I I chose my beat early. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as I looked up, I seen him walk. Jacob Gago from LA. Cold ass fucking beats. I was like, yo. I looked at my DJ. I said, can I change it? They looked at me with a straight face, shook their head, was like, nope. <laughs> Cause once you change once you select your beats, it's final. You cannot change your mind. Mm. So I'm like, fuck, well, that's it for me. <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. So I wind up winning the coin toss. I told him to go first. And what he did, he had a beat that had crazy transitions, but did not have a groove. So I'm like, oh, I might have a chance. Depending on how well this 808 is hitting, I didn't really, I didn't. Okay, another thing, producers, dropping dropping gems here. When you mix down your material, try to do the car test, or when you listen to your beats in the car, try to do the studio test when you go to the studio, listen to your beats, or try to do the store test where you go to a guitar center or Sam Ash and, and listen to your beats in different speakers to mm-hmm. understand if you have a universal mix or not. Mm-hmm. So I didn't really do that with this beat so that's why i was like kind of skeptic i'm like i don't know i don't know if this beat's gonna really do it's just i don't, I don't know if this beat is gonna really do what it needs to do mm-hmm. so his beat stopped and the intro was back to life back to life back to reality and then like everybody already knew it was gonna like it was gonna serenade the whole uh, the, the the whole theater, mm-hmm. but it was just until those drums hit. And then when the drums drop, I'm like, yes, it sounds great. <laughs> Thank <Nice>. you. <laughs> I got real lucky on that one. <laughs> so it was like a standstill. Like uh, Heat Makers, which is one of the judges, he chose me. Keisha Lee chose Jacob, and T Minus was the deciding factor on who was going to be in the next round. He was going to choose Jacob, but something told him to choose number one instead of number two. Number one was me, and he picked me. Nice. 
So I'm over there shaking my head like I just beat the fucking crowd favorite. This is this is ridiculous. Uh, I'm in the fourth round. How many rounds are there? Oh my god! I need to sit down somewhere. <laughs> I'm too excited. I'm getting lightheaded. <laughs> so this is the fourth round. Now I'm going against the guy from South Africa. What the fuck? You know he got grooves. So. His name is Zaro, hmm. right. and he plays uh he plays a boom bat beat. And in my mind, before he played this beat, I had to choose. I had to say to myself, "Damn, like what did I not play? I played some trap shit. I played some groove shit. Damn, I okay. I didn't play a beat." Where it have excuse me, where it have breakdowns and pianos in it. So let me play that. So I loaded that. He finished playing his beat. And I, I noticed the crowd, like they, the crowd was kind of like quiet. I'm like, okay, I might have them. I might have them. There's another beat that I didn't go to the damn store to check and see if shit sounded right. <laughs> mm. But it was different. And I said to myself, you know what? I'm gonna put it out there because I haven't done it yet. That beat came in loud as shit, but it was clean as hell. I'm like, yes, no one, cool. But the baseline wasn't really hitting as much as I wanted to, but it was still okay. Mm-hmm. So I, I had T minus give like the screw face to uh, Heat Makers. You can see that in the video. You can see Keisha smiling from ear to ear. Keisha fine, but that's a. Uh, <laughs> Anyway, but uh, that beat ended. Comedian Tricks was like, oh shit, they threw up the numbers. I beat Zaro from South Africa. Comedian Tricks said, man, we have to tell y'all the story behind this. He's a reserve and he came here anyway, not guaranteed to be in the battle. He flew here, hung in there, he got in, and now he's in the finals. That was the when he said it, I didn't even know that I was in the finals. Mm. I didn't even, I didn't know. I wasn't counting that shit. I just, the only thing that I was thinking about was, I got more footage. I promise you. <laughs> I promise you. Like, like, my intent to go to Canada was just to have a good time and watch. But I seen an opportunity, and I took that shit. Uh-uh. Hell yeah. Closed mouth don't get fed, producers. Say Dude. something. So, final round, I'm battling a cold-ass dude from Aurora named K-Beats. He already got a placement with Trey Songs. He already up there. Mm. I'm battling this cat. So, whew, that had me running for my money. Like, I had, I was looking at, like, all the beats that I had left over. I'm like, okay. I got a, I got a couple of boom baths lay, laying around. I got this one trap beat, but I don't like it though. Hmm. Oh, I got this West Coast joint. Okay. I forgot about that. This is what I'm thinking in the back of my mind. Like, I chose the uh, the boom bap beat, but he chose a familiar. What I what I call a familiar is <clears throat> that's what I did in the third round. The uh 
the back to life, back to reality. That's mm-hmm. what's familiar. People understand they can gravitate towards it. They've seen it in movies. They heard it in movies. They heard it in songs. It's a familiar song, like a 90s joint or 70s joint that people just love. So he had a familiar beat that was like literally like from like um, kind of like from the Vine, Instagram, uh, the man's not hot. I said the man's not hot. And he used like all these other sounds. Skittled out, did that boom, boom, boom. Mm-hmm. He had that in his beat. And that's when Canada went crazy. So he wanted to win in that part of the round. I said, okay. Yeah, he got me on that one. I got something for you. You want to go with familiars? I got something for you. Jump up the sound. I'm feeling so good. Don't you know I'm just grooving through the... <laughs> and I had got him with that one. Everybody was like really loving the way I flipped that joint. So he came up with another joint, but it just wasn't powerful enough. I went up with it that round. So it went overtime. Now it's like comedian tricks is like, all right, so don't be nice. Hardest beat ever. Come on. Yeah, hell, West Coast time, buddy. <laughs> I'm going to play some shit that's going to rock this whole theater. And man, I tell you, everybody was bobbing their heads. Everybody was enjoying that shit. Hell you can yeah. even hear comedian tricks say on the microphone, like, damn, that's hot. <laughs> and the mm. tricks was like, actually, he was he was encouraging a round four, but I'm look, kind of looking at him like, don't you call for no damn round four. <laughs> that was my <laughs> that was my Muhammad Ali final punch, bro. Like I, I think I ran out of gas. <laughs> I had other beats, but I'm like, nah. I had like this one joint that I had left over. I, I didn't play it. But other than that, <laughs> nope. I think I got it. But it's funny because when you're on stage, or when you're on that stage, you can't really see everybody because the lights are all flickering and it's like, it is, you can't see anybody. You can't see if they're like really bobbing their head. The only thing that I can see is like when I, pivot to the left on the stage, I can see the judge in my peripherals. I see they bobbing their heads. I'm like, oh, okay, this might be kind of dope for them. So I'm thinking as they finally put up the numbers, they put up number one. I thought K Beats was one. I promise you, that's where that delay came from. Like, I looked and I was just like, okay, he won. And then I looked at Kamina Trace thinking like, why the hell are you pointing at me? I was like, oh, I won? What the hell? <laughs> hey. I didn't know. Like, I thought he was one, but I was one. So, and like all the stuff that I was talking about earlier about me being in shelters and a couple of my friends dying and going to, going to jail, in and out of jail, and my life just going through some messed up changes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. All that came to me at once like i told you how i like to block certain things in my head just to just to have a just to have a great day you know i, I try to block those things out or try to just get into like a daily activity like exercise and stuff like that but that not that day it came to me all at once and that's when those tears started to flow 
Like people that told me that I couldn't do this, people told me that I was this, that I was this, that, and the third. I wasn't gonna make shit. I was I wasn't gonna do anything. And look what I've done. Hell With, yeah. I I just said, I just said fuck it. I just said, what do I have to lose? I mean, I already lost everything. <laughs> what else do I have to lose? I gotta try. I have to. Because I don't want to have that shoulda, coulda, woulda, have those regrets saying, if I would have did this, I would have. No, I want to grow old and say, at least I tried. At least I put my foot forward. I believed in something. I'm going to go for it. I don't care what nobody says. I had people that were telling me that I shouldn't do it. I really had people that told me that I shouldn't go just because I was a reserve. In the back of my mind, I said, fuck you. I'm going to go. Fuck you. Yeah. Look, look what happened. Look what the hell happened. Don't ever knock an opportunity. Whether it may be small, big, don't knock. Like, if it's an opportunity there, cease it. Grab it. Like, if, you, if you're trying to meet up with an artist <clears throat> and you only have, like, $10 for gas, you're trying to figure out how the hell you're going to get back and forth to work the next week, dude, go. Go meet that artist because you never know. You never fucking know. You can go down there and meet that artist. Let's just say the artist don't really want your beats, but there's somebody there that do want your beats and they just paid you $200. How you got to work now? You got an extra $200 in your pocket. You just never know. Life is a funny thing. Like, like don't listen to everybody else because... They just, they just don't see them doing it. So they're going to put you in that same box because they don't see themselves doing it. But you see yourself doing it. Go for your dreams. Don't sit around lacking. I tell people that. Like, if you see an opportunity, go for it. If it costs a little bit of money in order for you to do it, then freaking do it. Then if you get, if you woke up today, you have another opportunity. Period. Like, take that shit and run with it. I'm sorry, I don't get all like. Nah, bro, you good, you good, you good, you good. Nah, you actually, uh, nah. I mean, I, I mean, I appreciate the words, man. I me, mean, because, because usually I try to give like final thoughts and final words, to, like people like as far as words of encouragement. But you pretty much gave that right there. And I appreciate you just doing that. So that's dope in its own right. Yeah, man. Like, I just like. You have to pursue your dreams. If it, like, if you're doing something right now that's not making you happy, then damn it, you're not supposed to be doing that. If you could do something right now that you do for free and you don't even mind, but it just gets your mind clear, you're happy after you're done doing it, or you're happy doing it, then that's what you're destined to do. If you, if you like, if you like recording, why are you not in the studio? Right. Why are you over here? Why are you not in there? You have to ask yourself that. You give you, if you give excuses to yourself, you're just going to continue to do that same repetitive shit. Like, get out of that mold. Like, I had to spend a countless amount of money in order for me to get to this place and that place. Hell, when I went to St. Louis for you guys, I lost money. Like, even though I won, which, which was a blessing, but I still lost money. But you know what? I'm passionate about my music. I can care less about the, the minus $50 that I lost just because I went down there. Who cares? Because the exposure is what I wanted. The exposure was nice. I got to meet great people. 
And I ca- I missed out on the food. I should have I should have went backstage with. God damn it! I should have had some wings. Damn it! I could have had some wings from you guys, and I didn't go backstage. But uh, <laughs> 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 but that's beside the point. The point is, <laughs> I went and I wanted exposure, and and I love to do what I do. I wake, I eat, sleep, shit, beats. If I could bring my computer, no, that's nasty. I'm not gonna say that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I, that's how passionate I am. I, I like I just love making music because it was therapeutic for me, and and. And every time I make a beat, it makes me smile, knowing that being creative, doing something that you love to do, oh man, man, it's it's no other feeling. Hell yeah, man. Absolutely, bro. Absolutely. But you know what, man? This interview's been like fucking fantastic, man. <laughs> I love it, man. I love all the stories, man. I'm glad you were able to like, you know, give me all these stories and you know, you know just talk about your life experience, man. Cause like I say, you know, I'm glad when people do that because that's why I give that have this kind of podcast is for you to have these kind of things. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, for you yeah. to go ahead and, you know, speak on yourself. And that's, I'm, and I'm glad you were able to do that, man. But fortunately, we got to go ahead and cut the front. We got to have to cut the interview a little bit short. But we got a lot of great information. And I got a lot of great <laughs> oh, stories. Oh, damn, damn, damn. Yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately I got to cut it short. Unfortunately, I got to cut it short. But, uh, for real, man, I truly do appreciate you coming on the show, man. And like you know, and one one thing I do wanted to go ahead and do because since you know, been you know, plugging yourself definitely, I want to give you even more a little bit of time just in this section. Go ahead and plug like contact information, uh, projects, anything you got coming up, man. You want to go ahead and give us some good people, man. I'm giving you the space to go ahead and do that right now. Ah, uh, appreciate it. Check it out, y'all. Spotify. Look on my Instagram. You can find me as Benny D. My Instagram is Benny D Production. My Spotify is Benny D. You see the picture? You see me? That's me. The other Benny D's, I don't know what the hell is going on with that shit. But me, I'm on Spotify. I got my B-tape album that's out. We'll listen to it. Check it out. On Spotify, iTunes, Zealer, all that. And I have an album that's coming out called Therapy. That bad boy is going to be dope. Y'all need to check that out. Because everything of what I said on here, on this podcast... Is most definitely on that album, and I give you more in depth, more more in depth of who I am as a person, what I stand for, mm-hmm. and what I've gone through. Everything, everything of what you want to say, I say that shit. No filter. It's called therapy. Cause everybody needs it. I don't care what nobody say. Everybody needs a little therapy in their damn life. Mm-hmm. But um. My album is called Therapy. It's going to be out soon on Spotify, Zealer, iTunes. I'm creating it right now. Um, Beat Battles won the championship 2017. Fresh Produce. Shouts out to Fresh Produce because they're fucking awesome. You need to follow them too. Follow them. You're listening right now. You. Yes, you. With the cornbread in your hand. Chicken in your hand. Put down that chicken. What you got to do is follow. Press follow. Press like right now. Oh, you still got the chicken in your hand, huh? Hey, much love, brother. Much love. Y'all hurt yourself, so I ain't have to say it. (laughs) For real, man. Like, 
You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm here. You got questions? Hit me up. Instagram, Facebook, Benny D Production. I'm a I'm a humble dude, so you know, talk to a brother. I might have answers, and if I don't have answers, we're gonna look for it together, and then we're gonna find that answer. Hell yeah. Brother man, appreciate you once again. And want to give you one more time. Um, any other space opportunities just as far as like any final words you want to give to the people? Go for your dreams, man. Go for your dreams. Don't ever let anybody tell you that you can't do something. Fuck them. They're haters. Do what's best for you. Period. That's it. My man, appreciate that, man. Hey, Benny, I appreciate the interview again, man. This definitely wonderful, man. Always a pleasure to talk to you, brother, man. Always, always, always a pleasure to talk to you. And uh, that's been another episode of Fruit of the Boom Podcast, y'all. <laughs> so, uh, so make sure you go ahead, like I said earlier, check us out on all forms of social media at Fruit Boom Pod, F-R-U-I-T-B-O-O-M-P-O-D. That's all forms of social media. And check us out on all podcast platforms and syndication, uh, Fruit of the Boom Podcast. Make sure you just type all that in. You'll see the logo. Go ahead and check us out. And always, uh, every first Wednesday, Fresh Produce, STL Happens, down at Tom Cowboy. 4140 Manchester and we will holla at y'all in the next episode. Peace. Yeah.